Coming to you via the internet and your friends at PipesMagazine.com, it's the Pipes Magazine radio show. The show that is so bad if it was a toy, they would have burned it on the island of misfit toys. Now, I invite you to sit back, relax, the smoking lamp is lit. Here's your host, Brian Levine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pipes Magazine radio show. Yes, the sometimes irreverent, sometimes educational, sometimes holiday spice, but always entertaining weekly pipe smoking broadcast. And I'm your host, Brian Levine, coming to you as we uh, wrap up November here, and we are full-fledged into the holiday season. And uh, yeah, uh, more on that in just a minute. Uh, On this week's show, in Pipe Parts, going to do my annual uh, gift-giving list gift list ideas for uh, pipe smokers and my guest is uh, tim beaumont of papa bears pipes we'll have holiday music mailbag and a um, a, an advisory rant for you at the end of the show so stay tuned for that uh yes it's a holiday season here and my legs are sore why ask me why go ahead um i you know many of you know i have a large collection of tobacco and my wife has a large collection of Christmas ornaments, and uh, so that this was time to help decorate and set up the trees and put lights up over the weekend and climbing up and down ladders and step ladders and helping with the high stuff and going up and down stairs. And um, yeah, uh, anyway, the house is all decorated for the holidays, and then we get the fun of afterwards of packing it up and putting it away, but. I got. I got to tell you honestly. Honestly, I I do look forward to. Uh, yeah, I, I look forward to seeing what she does with the trees because my wife does one heck of a job decorating our trees and uh, you know slightly modifying a theme each year. And she's got a she's got enough ornaments to do a couple more trees. So there may be one more tree coming down. To, so that will be uh, three, <laughs> three trees. I know, I know, three trees. But. Um, but anyway, yeah, so it's kind of fun each year to look at all those little memories that are sitting on there because each ornament that we, you know, has a little bit of a memory with it. And uh, with the amount that she's got, it's kind of like my pipe collection where every once in a while I rediscover an old friend. So, <laughs> all right, anyway, enough with that. Let's get the show rolling. So everybody sit back, relax, fire up a bowl. Thank you all for tuning in. And here we go. There's nothing quite like hunting at dawn or smoking my genuine Missouri Meerschaum corncob pipe, an American legend since 1869. It's the coolest, smoothest pipe I've ever owned. Check them out at corncobpipe.com. For over 150 years, Peterson has welcomed all pipe smokers. It's the preferred choice of the thinking man and the everyman alike, and our workshop too is a place of hospitality and warmth. Hi, I'm Glenn Whelan, and for me, Peterson is a family tradition I've known since my childhood. My dad, Tony Whelan Jr., worked at Peterson for 53 years and has been my home since 2003. From sweeping our factory on a Saturday morning, to managing our store, to now steering our international distribution, I've seen the craftsmanship poured into each Peterson pipe. It lives in Jason's discerning eye as he handcrafts our silver accents, and in Wojciech's able hands as he carves our rustications. It abides in Willie's grading and in Warren's papering. Peterson has welcomed us as contributors to its legacy. And it's a welcome we always extend to you. Cade Mielefolge, 100,000 welcomes, wherever you come from, whosoever you be. 
And we are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show. All right, holiday gift giving guide for uh, 2022. So um, on a uh, on a recent trip, I picked up a T-shirt that was an inspiration for this suggestion. And the T-shirt is a um, uh, it's an amalgamation of a whole bunch of classic pieces of art, including the pipes. So it had the uh, yeah. Anyway, it's it's a, it's a cool pipe smoking T-shirt. So my thought was. What wouldn't be, you know, what wouldn't be better? So I just did a simple Google search, pipe smoking t-shirt. And there is a flock of t-shirts available from different companies that are, uh, you know, just have different pipe smoking t-shirts on it. Uh, one of them in particular that I found just on a Google search of pipe smoking t-shirts. I don't know these companies at all. I can't endorse them. I don't know the quality of them. Uh, one of them was... Uh, a shirt that says uh, pipe smokers make better lovers. And the other one has a picture of Charles Brunson smoking a pipe on it. Uh, so all kinds of different, uh, you know, different kinds of fun t-shirts and a pipe smoking t-shirt would be something fun for a uh, pipe smoker as a gift. Uh, now on, uh, when it comes to pipe smoking, we all love to read. So don't forget books don't forget uh, in in the book section of smokingpipes.com uh, there's a whole bunch of really cool books including the uh, the Peterson pipe you know the story of Cap and Peterson the great book by uh, Mark Irwin and uh, Gary Malmberg uh, there's a second edition of the pipes of Basil Rathbone's Sherlock Holmes and then of course Rick Newcomb's books in search of pipe dreams and still searching for pipe dreams and, you know, we just, listen, we love books with our pipes. Uh, while we're talking about reading, uh, let me heavily suggest that you all go right now, because it is December, go to the naspc.org and get your membership. The membership gets you six copies of the, of the uh, Pipe Collector newsletter that's, you know, usually... 48 to 60 some odd pages in the u.s the hard copies mailed are 21 dollars. that's it for a year for six issues so it's a no-brainer uh if you want the uh if you want the digital copies the digital uh you know the the email copies are less and then you get them in full color but that's also just a great stocking stuffer and a great way to support a uh, great organization uh want to help out with another great organization uh the chicago pipe show is scheduled for the end of april this year and if you've got a pipe smoker that's going it's at a marriott so get them a marriott gift card yeah you can use it towards the room or uh you know get them a, a travel gift card uh if you've got extra frequent flyer miles gift them frequent flyer miles so that way they can fly there uh all right and tobacco wise we all love tobacco. We all love to pick out what's, you know, get something new and interesting. But this time of the year, there are several really good uh, holiday offerings of tobaccos. Uh, and, you know, Cornell and Deal does a great job with the holiday tobaccos. In particular, this year, they've got their Wintertime Reserve 2022, which is past, present, and future. Uh, so pick out some tins of holiday pipe tobaccos. Now, the other thing we need, we always need, and I always preach it, 
is pipe cleaners. Pipe cleaners, pipe cleaners, pipe cleaners. Uh, different shapes, sizes. Remember, remember bristles, uh, extra fluffies, regulars, tapered. Maybe some extra long for that winter. Uh, you know, for that winter church warden pipe. Uh, an assortment of pipe cleaners would make a uh, really fun gift. And then I like, and in fact, I just purchased a couple uh, in the past weeks because I use them a lot, is the 8 Deco Tampers. And they range from like 8 to 14 bucks, different colors, different styles. And again, just a great little stocking stuffer for any pipe smoker is Tampers. All right. Uh, and don't forget, you know, there's always the holiday pipe. And when it comes to picking out a pipe for somebody, you can either go two ways. You can either pick out a pipe that you think is right in their wheelhouse that they will, uh, you know, that that's uh, that's something that they would absolutely love. Or you can pick out something that you like and think might be pushing their uh, pushing their boundaries a little bit. So either way, you know having a pipe under the tree for Christmas morning and then uh, opening that up and then later that day sitting down and uh, smoking the pipe or if it's Christmas Eve, you know, whatever you, whenever you decide to open your gifts or the first night of Hanukkah, you know, ha hey, having a pipe and then finishing off the uh, holiday stuff with a pipe, with a brand new pipe and loading it up with a brand new holiday tobacco. Sounds like a perfect holiday for me. All right, there you go. Christmas or uh, holiday gift giving guide for 2022. Comments or suggestions, post them on the Pipes Magazine radio show page on pipesmagazine.com. And uh, yeah, you know, you might inspire somebody with a gift. So, uh, in just a moment, Tim Beaumont. This is Internet Radio. Take a look at your pipe rack. Are all those briars and mirrors constant companions in your rotation? Or are there some that you gravitate to more than others? Are there some that you simply don't smoke anymore? Through SmokingPipes.com's estate trade program, you can transform those underused pipes into immediate cash or store credit. Just send us your pipes and we'll unpack, inspect, and evaluate them based on extensive market research and over 20 years of experience. Then we'll contact you with a detailed offer for your choice of cash or store credit Valid on any items in our vast selection of pipes, tobacco, cigars, and accessories. If you're not happy with our quote, we'll return your pipes free of charge to domestic addresses. It's that simple. Join the thousands of Smoking Pipes customers who have benefited from this program and start your trade today by contacting us at 888-366-0345. That's 888-366-0345. We are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show, and joining us is a uh, pipe maker that I, I'm really interested to get to know you because you've got you've got a different style. You're doing some fun stuff. You're working in different materials than just your average pipe maker. But uh, Tim Beaumont of Papa Bear's Handcrafted Briar Pipes. Tim, welcome to the Pipes Magazine radio show. Thank you. Thank you. All Good right. to talk to you. So so let let's get to know you. Uh, Where did you grow up, and uh, did you want to be a pipe maker when you were growing up? <laughs> well, I grew up in uh, right where I live in uh, Northeast Ohio, about uh, midway between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Um, and 
did I want to be a pipe maker? <laughs> um, I hadn't even thought about it until a couple of years ago. Um, when, um, I was laid up after having some surgery and, um, I spent a lot of time on the internet, um, YouTube and that kind of thing. And, and, uh, uh, came across, uh, Simon, uh, doing the, uh, LCS, doing the, uh, uh, the builds online, the live stream. And, uh, yeah. it was a good way to pass time and got in and started asking questions and he was good to answer the questions that I typed on there. And, um, uh, as I started to kind of recover, I thought, you know, that wouldn't be a bad thing to do. Cause I'd always, uh, enjoyed working in, working in wood. Uh, it's always been a, a, a hobby of mine, mm-hmm. um, I was uh, 42 years in the banking business, and um, I was a frustrated uh, woodworker. <laughs> you know, spend my weekends in the shop, and and uh, and when I retired, I spent a year, and uh, all my kids got furniture, and um, they got to know me real well down at the mill, <laughs> and um, and then this this health issue came up, and it had me laid up for a while, and so I needed something that I could do uh, sitting. Okay. And so um, I went on the interweb and I bought a pre-drilled block of briar and um, a couple of them actually, and, and uh, the fitted uh, uh, forever stems. Yeah. And went to work um, making what looked like a. Uh, it worked like a pipe. Didn't look much like a pipe. <laughs> and uh, then I made another one. Then I made another one. And next thing you know, here we are. I spend a lot of my time making pipes now. <laughs> so, so the the frustrated banker, instead of counting money in his retirement, wanted to make sawdust. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was, you know, I spent in in my early years before I. Uh, the shoulders and the elbows and the fingers were all shot. I uh, did a lot of uh, carving, wood carving, it, you know, as a, as a pastime hobby. I made carousel horses and uh, busts and different things like that with, you know, chisel mallet uh, and, a you know, and then by hand, you know, that kind of thing. And then wow. I had to move away from that because the, well, it just, there, you know, I was eating too much Advil. And so, um, power tools i started letting the power tools do the work and that was a lot better and um i just you know i've always been in the shop making something uh this seemed like a uh so again something that i could do that uh didn't take a take a lot of uh, uh a lot of oomph anymore which i yeah. don't have much of and um i ended up uh, i don't know about two months three months into it with a whole box full of pipes and uh, everybody got pipes for christmas and uh <laughs> pipes for birthdays and everything and then uh son said you know you ought to try to sell these pipes and uh, you know my first reaction was yeah how the heck would you do that yeah <laughs> and um my grandson uh, said, well, you know, you just put them on, put them online and sell them. I said, well, you need a website. And my son said, no, that's, that's terrible. Just go on Instagram. And so my grandson, his son set me up with that. I'm a complete idiot with this stuff. Yeah. And um, so people surprisingly, there were people out there who wanted to buy my pipes 
And, um, you know, I thought, well, this is good. I mean, I can, I can sell the pipes so that I can buy more material so I can make more pipes. And that's just essentially how the circle goes. I want to go back to the, to the carousel horses for a minute. Are we talking like uh, miniaturized ones or are we talking full size? Uh, what are we yeah, talking it, here? Yeah. Well, I guess kind of, you know, up and down the chain. Um, I made uh, a few uh, miniature ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, made sm- miniature ones being probably uh, the top of the head, maybe uh, twenty-four inches off the floor, and wow. maybe thirty inches in length, kind of thing. And then um, made some small ones, you know, for like on a sh- on the shelf. Yeah, uh, painted them that kind of thing, and then um, there was a there was a company in um, I don't think they exist anymore. They were in uh, Col- uh, it was between Columbus and um, uh, Hamilton. I think they were in Hamilton, actually, uh, Ohio, and uh, they it was called Carousel Magic, and they would make the the box for the body and the the blanks and everything and saw it all out and they'd send them to you in a, uh, in a giant box. And, uh, I made a couple of those They're I think they're three quarter inch or three quarter size. Yeah. That's what they call them. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so I have a room here that uh, we can't in the house that we can't use because it's full of carousel horses. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know from my Disneyland days, the, the old carousel horses were hand carved out of, a single piece of lumber and then had attachment, you know, legs attached and stuff like that. But right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no, no pouring of, uh, of, uh, plastics to make the mold resin. And, no. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. These were, these are made out of, uh, uh, linden, uh, wood. It's the same material that, uh, they make, uh, like uh, box guitars out of. Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of dark grain in it. It's real consistent. And uh, it's it's uh, a little on the soft side, so for carving, it's uh, the, the grains don't separate, um, so you're able to to carve it, and it'll you know you can take a uh, a cut with a knife or a chisel, and it'll maintain that cut; it won't crush or anything like that. Wow! And then you do yeah. the full paint job on them, and do the paint job on them. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a uh, an art museum. Um, in Youngstown, the Butler Art Museum, and I, I keep thinking I want to get a hold of the curator there and see if they they take a donation because they're they're too big to unless you're really a uh, uh, you know a, gotta have one, um, and and that's a pretty pretty small market. Um, <laughs> there was somebody that that offered to buy one. They were in California, and the problem was I had a I had to create it and send it. And I thought, yeah, yeah I'm not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, that's yeah. How, so how anyway. much? How much for the horse? Just pay the shipping, and the shipping <laughs> is yeah. right. Or why don't you come and get it? You want yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. It's five hundred dollars for the horse, two thousand dollars to have it trucked to you. <laughs> that's about it, too. Yeah. What do you want? To, you know, and, and you got to find a freight forwarder that'll carry it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like work. Um, mm-hmm. So, had you smoked a pipe all your life, or or was this a was this another? I'm tired of playing with money, and uh, you know, now that I'm making these things, I want to smoke them. 
well, I started smoking a pipe before before I started making them. Um, when I was in the shop uh, puttering around, I got I got after I retired, um, I got asked to babysit my grandkids, and I said I am not doing that. Um, <laughs> I'll do it once in a while, but I'm not doing it every day because I'm gonna. I have work to do. And they said, "Well, what work do you have to do?" I said, "I'm gonna make furniture." Oh, make me something. So the next thing you know, everybody had orders in for furniture, and uh, I had uh, my my uh, daughter and son-in-law just moved into a into a house, and you know they they wanted different pieces, and one you know uh, uh, led to another, and then my son and daughter-in-law bought a house, and you know they they wanted a uh, a mudroom. Uh, built out with cabinets and that kind of thing, and I did that, and it's just you know that that sort of thing. Well, I, I would take a break every once in a while, and I thought, you know, what? I think I want to smoke a pipe. So I went online and I bought a, uh, uh, I splurged and I bought a Scotty pipe. Wow. Yeah, and uh, I think I bought uh, some Captain Black or something like that. Oh, oh, you know, on Amazon, I had no uh-huh. idea about it. Yeah. And so, you know, I started, you know, with that. And um, then I bought a Peterson pipe. Um, and then I, you know, went on with, you know, with that. And then I, I uh, tried some different tobaccos. I think I bought uh, some, it was all drugstore, always drugstore tobacco, you know. Um, I didn't even know that, you know, like sites like tobacco pipes and, um and the like even existed, you know, and I got on there and I was like, wow, look, all this different tobacco. <laughs> so, you know, bought a bunch of that and, you know, started experimenting with, you know, trying different tobaccos. And it's always been sort of like, you know, uh, I, I pack a pipe when I go into the shop in the morning and uh, or if I don't have tobacco out, I'll put some in the tray and, you know, get it to where it's it's dry and keep, you know, going back and checking it to see if it's right and then okay it's ready and i'll i'll pack the pipe and i'll I'll light it up and then uh uh, you know smoke a bit and and then you know set it down and then go back to work you know that kind of that Mm -hmm. kind of routine and uh so i had you know those couple of pipes and then i bought that pipe off of bought a pipe off of simon and uh you know my first quote-unquote good pipe um and uh, then you know I made I made pipes and I was you know smoking those and um, that's really when the kind of the interest in in making pipes became a quote unquote thing for me was when um, I tried different pipes and you know for one reason or another they were comfortable or I didn't like the way they smoked or could it be a little bit better and I started experimenting with. Uh, you know, how I would want a pipe yeah. to be. And it, you know, so it's comfortable and it, you know, it, it, it smokes right. And I, you know, I can clench it. Um, and, um, you know, it's just, it's just kind of been in like an evolving thing. At first it was, you know, everything. If I look back on what I was making two years ago and people graciously bought from me, I think, man, oh man, well, you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I apologize, you know, and then uh, and now I'm feeling much better about the the comfort and the uh, the quality and the finish and the fit and all that, you know, um, I'm able to to repeat it again and again, where 
when I when I got off a good one, it was kind of like, man, that was a lucky stroke. I look back at the first couple of years of the podcast, and I think, oh boy, wow! Anybody that survived that should get hazard pay. I know, uh, I know, yeah. I know, and I, you know, I. Th- that's the thing that. Um, well, there's many things that I I uh, love about the uh, the pipe smoking pipe and pipe tobacco community is people are just really good folks and you know gracious and you know if if there's ever a an issue i never i never have anybody um holler or anything like that they'll tell me about it and i do what i got to do to fix it and make it right and they're happy and i'm happy you know it's one of those this is this is a hobby that i can do where you know i know when i close my eyes at night the person I sold a pipe to, they're happy. And if they're not happy for whatever reason, I can fix it. And they're going to give me a chance. You know, it's like that. So I'm just, it's just a, it's just a nice group of people to be around. That's a perfect place for us to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the process and some of your, uh, some of your more interesting and artistic pipes. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a minute. Since its beginnings in 1876, Savinelli has become more than just a pipe factory. It's become a lifestyle. From sourcing the finest Mediterranean briar and partnering with local artisans to acquire unique accents, to expanding their catalog each year with new innovative series, Savinelli produces high quality Italian pipes that serve as a reflection of your individual tastes. With a portfolio that ranges from rugged designs fit for the outdoors to elegant pieces destined for black tie galas, Savinelli is more than a mark. They're a way to help you make your mark. We are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show visiting with Tim Beaumont of Papa Bear's Handcrafted Pipes. The website is pbhbp.com. It's Papa Bear's Handcrafted Pipes, all abbreviated there. I like that. That makes it easy. Um, Except the P's and the B's look upside down and connected to each other. Uh, But anyway, so you've got some... uh, You've got some style. You do stuff with some horn and different things where where does the where does the inspiration for the different shapes and and the unique uh the unique horn mounted pieces come from you know i think it comes out of a uh um, it comes from having a like a short attention span (laughs) maybe um i get bored easily Mm -hmm. and um you know i have to be busy all the time uh, and I have to be doing something sort of different all the time. And so, uh, you know, when I uh, look at a, uh, a block of briar, uh, you know, I learned early on from other pipe makers that, you know, what you want to do is um, sand down the side of the block and have a look at the grain sort of the flow of the grain and then the way that the block is cut and you know what can you make out of this block that's going to make the most of the grain the 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 plateau if you can use it the um you know the 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 shape of the, the way the block is cut 
and then there's also the thing that enters in. It's like I haven't made that in a while, or I, you know, uh, <laughs> or I, I've been wanting to make, you know, like a, an author or a horn or something like that. And then, um, you know, and so I sort of start that way, thinking about what the shape can be. And then I got I got uh, became enamored uh, with doing joinery when I first started uh, carpentry. The uh, the sort of uh, aesthetic uh, quality of having dissimilar woods that complement one another join together. Yeah. So like inlays and and dovetails and and different things like that. When I was building when I build furniture, um, I like to do things with with different woods. So you know you take a a, a piece of furniture that's made out of. Uh, of uh, beech or hickory, let's say, and and then you inlay black walnut or something like that that sets it off and creates creates you know boundaries and definition and lines. Um, it really takes it, it takes the process and the interest that I have in in building it to another level. And so, and hopefully it turns out aesthetically to be pleasing too, but it's, for me, it's kind of like the experiment and the journey of what, what's this going to, you know, this ought to really look good. Let's, let's see if I can make it uh, turn out the way I have the picture in my head. And so, uh, I started noticing other pipe makers like, um, you know, Jay Mouton, he, he uses a lot of, uh, uh, gemstone i guess i don't know what you would call it uh he, he cuts a lot of different materials and he uses you know stabilized uh fossilized material and, and that sort of thing and um that sort of interests me kind of like gee i wonder how that's i wonder how that's done and again i mean it's part of the journey of this uh you're always learning something new that's why i enjoy doing doing this is because every day is kind of a kind of an adventure and from a creative standpoint it's like christmas every time you, you walk into the shop you know what am i going to be able to to get into today um so you're not you, in, uh, you're oh, not sorry. no you're not the guy that's going to sit there and make six billiards in a week and go okay those are good i would blow my brains out if i if, so that would be like <laughs> yeah. prison if somebody told me this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life i would have an orange jumpsuit on if that was the you know, I wouldn't be surprised to find out that I was behind bars. <laughs> Can't do it, you know, working an assembly line kind of thing. Um, I, yeah, I have to do something different every time. I don't think I would do it, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My And it's interesting. We live in, in uh, white-tailed deer country around here. There's something like um, 18 to 20... Uh, deer per square mile wow i think is the 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 uh the dnr statistic for this neck of the woods might be it might be closer to 18 but I, I saw it one time it was between 18 and 20 anyway uh i'm always walking through the woods and finding you know antler sheds and and that kind of thing and then you know there's antlers that you get from the deer that you harvest and i have a like a five gallon or so, maybe, maybe 10 gallon, uh, plastic tub full of antlers. Wow. <laughs> and they're ones that, you know, I've found ones that I've harvested, ones that my brothers have given me and that kind of thing. So it is just sitting there 
And um, I was thinking, oh, what could I, I could probably do something with that. And so I got into making, uh, you know, pipe adornments with it, you know, uh, uh, shanks. Um, I made some um, cavalier pipes uh, out of out of antler uh, and briar. Um, they smell like death when you drill them or cut them. <laughs> yes. But they, you know, but they look, they look beautiful, I think. You know, it's, it's something extremely different um yeah the, there's so many that i i ended up uh getting uh some stainless uh, steel knife blades and i've been making knives for my f- christmas gifts <laughs> you know it's <laughs> just to use up this bucket of antlers um i've got all kinds of tips you know i've, I've got enough to make uh you know tampers out of um antler tine ends and and uh 45 uh, spent brass um, you know, I got enough to make antler, or, uh, yeah, antler tampers until the cows come home. Do you have to do something special to the antler before you can use it for like those cavaliers where the smoke is passing through it or a shank extension? Yeah. What I, what I do, uh, I don't know if you have to, but, uh, what I've done with it is, is I, I build them like I, you would build a, uh, a bamboo pipe so that so the draft uh from the uh from the stem is lined with a stainless steel tube okay and then the uh the, from the from the bowl down into the you know the, the 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 chamber i guess the clean out chamber that's lined as well the clean out chamber I drill that like a half inch and I don't have anything to line that. So, and I don't, I've smoked one and I've not noticed anything, any taste or anything like that, 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 that comes from it. And I, you know, there's, there's guys that have a couple of them out there and I've not gotten any comment or anything like that about it. And, and over time, I mean, antlers, basically fine hair fibers compressed together. Uh, you know, the, the antler will take, it'll change shapes a little bit but that's part of the fun of it too yeah exactly exactly and the old you know go ahead yeah what what tim was talking about was the uh, antler if you rub it on your pant leg and get it really hot it smells like burnt hair oh yeah it's really nasty nasty. yeah so cutting it's got to be a yeah um i wouldn't want to do it yeah it's uh you know, it's surprisingly hard stuff, you know, when you think about how that, that process comes together in nature and then, um, you know, they're, they're kind of soft, uh, you know, while they're, while they're growing out and then they solidify and, and get hard and then eventually they, they, they come off. It's a kind of really a strange process when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. But with, with 18 to 20 per square mile around there i would imagine all you have to do is drive down the county roads and find them laying on the side well in the, you do you see a lot of that and you know you got to be very careful around here uh in during a rut because driving at night you know they're out of their minds and they're just running all over the place and um, you got to be very careful because they'll they'll come out you know out of the hedgerows and that kind of thing and you know right in front of you if you're driving so yeah yeah uh so how does your uh on your website it says you you like commissions so how does your commission process work 
it always begins with a a, a, a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes folks will will see something that they like and they'll say, "Hey, could you make me that?" And you know, I always want to find out what does you know quote unquote that mean because I don't want to make a uh, a pipe that. Um, you know, it doesn't really hit the mark, but, you know, people being in this community how they are, they may take something that then eh, maybe, you know, it's not the right color. Or it's the, you know, I like to get specific, I guess, is the point. Yeah. And sometimes uh, folks don't really have an idea what they want. They just like the shape and you go ahead and, you know, just, you know, do your job and, and make the pipe whatever um, you come up with is going to be fine. And then other times people get real specific want to be real specific and and I'm fine. I just want to make sure that I'm hitting the mark. And so it always begins with a conversation. And, uh, I have a, uh, the, the website that, um, I have now is, um, uh, th- there's a, there's a guy on Instagram, um, Jim Steffi that, um, uh, he's got, uh, Emerson Southern Forge, t- uh, blends tobaccos. Uh, he built my website for me and uh, because I had no, this was the website that when my son said, Hey, you ought to sell them online. I went out and I bought a website yeah. and then I tried to make a website and it was a disaster. And so I let it set and just go, go dormant. And so uh, Jim looked me up and said, Hey, you know, if you're, if you're interested, I'll, I'll do this for you. And uh, you know, you make some pipes for me and we'll just trade. And so, uh, he set that up so that if somebody wants a commission, they can get in, you know, go to the, uh, you know, build a pipe or commission uh, uh, page. And there's a free uh, type box in there and you just type in what you want and give me your contact info. And, and then what I always do is I, I get a hold of them one way or the other, whether I, you know, it's a phone call or whether we do it by email or text but, um, you know, we come down to, okay, this is what you want. Um, I'll send pictures of uh, STEM material. You like these colors, you like that. Just, you know, want to make sure that they're going to get the pipe that they, that they really want. And, um, uh, and then we come down to, okay, I can do all that, and this is what it will cost. And if they're in agreement, we get it done. <laughs> and then you have to sit down and make it. And i got to make it, Yeah. <laughs> But that's the fun part for me. And the uh, and on the website, I'm looking. The prices range from uh, like 179 up to 250, maybe 300 top end. Yeah, I don't think I have anything 300. I I might, but I very rarely. Yeah. Usually yeah. the top end's like 250, and then you know like 180 to 250. So th- this is definitely a retirement hobby job. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Essentially, I you know I I, uh, I make pipes and hopefully sell them so that I can buy more briar and materials and you know keep my tools working so that I can make more pipes. <laughs> because if I don't if I don't if I'm not out in the shop to um, uh, and making pipes and busy and filling orders, then um, my wife will f- make me busy. <laughs> And the, and the busy that I come up with is is I like that better than the busy that I I, I do not understand anything that you just said. <laughs> I 
I've been married to the same woman for 42 years. I love her to death, but uh, she's a she's uh, a horse enthusiast. Uh oh. And uh, uh, and so the things that uh, I need to do are back there at the uh, the horse barn, and that's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, The Instagram page is Papa Bears Pipes on Instagram, and there's a Papa Bears Pipes YouTube channel. Tim, we will wrap this up with the fast five final questions. No right answer, no wrong answer, just whatever comes to your mind. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What is your favorite pipe? Um, I like a... uh... I like a bit like a full bent pipe that uh, sort of lays against my chin. So you, you uh, like a Danish egg. Yeah, like the like a yeah. chin, a chin rester. A chin rester, yeah. And what is your favorite tobacco? You know, um, I I I love Latakia. I'm going to say that's my that's my uh, my go to is Latakia. <laughs> Yeah, well, you won't find me with that. Um, what is your favorite drink? Well, I have a new favorite drink. Uh, my uh, my son, uh, for my birthday, bought me a bottle of Angel's Envy uh, rye, and it's finished in uh, rum cask. Ooh. And I'm telling you, um, if he bought me, he bought me one bottle of it. Um, if he bought me more, I'd be going to meetings right now. <laughs> uh when it's time to relax do you prefer a book a movie or music a book and probably one that's not about horses <laughs> oh you know me so well yeah <laughs> and then finally do you have a favorite pipe smoking related memory um yeah uh on all the uh, uh, the holidays, mm-hmm. my uh, my sons and I get together, and um, so like tomorrow we'll do this. Uh, we all get to we get together either usually it's after dinner. So for example, on Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll sit down, have bourbon, and uh, pack pipes, and just sit down and enjoy each other's company. Oh, sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, again, the website is Papa Bear's Handcrafted Briar Pipes and uh, Papa Bear's Pipes on Instagram. Tim, thank you very much for coming on and doing this, and uh, and thanks for doing some fun, artistic stuff. All right, thank you for having me. And we'll be back in just a minute. Hi, I'm Jeremy Reeves, head blender of Cornell and Deal. We know pipe smoking is a personal journey. That's why our small team of blending and production experts take a personal approach in every step, preparing tobacco products just for you. We source top quality leaf through the personal connections we've made around the world, hand blend that leaf, and carefully package each tin. Each product, from special releases like our small batch line to our most popular mixtures like Autumn Evening, are made right here in South Carolina by professionals dedicated to providing the finest of smoking experiences. Lighting up a pipe is an exploration through evolving flavors, thoughts, memories, and even dreams. From our hands to yours, 
Cornell and Deal tobaccos are your passport for that voyage, provided by people who, like you, value the journey. This is Internet Radio. And we are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show. Uh, check out everything Tim's doing. Yeah. All right. For music, uh, Pastor Jota wrote, wrote in. Uh, this was back in October. Uh, hey, Brian, hope the show went well. Talking about the Las Vegas International Pipe Show. It looked awesome from your posts on Instagram. I know you've already gotten some Christmas song suggestions, but I came across this one today, and it's awesome. Uh, have a great rest of the week, Pastor Joda. And uh, thank you, Pastor Joda, for sending this along. This is from an album called uh, The Jazz Nutcracker Live, and it's done by the Roosevelt Jazz Band. And because I didn't want to go down a whole big rabbit hole, I didn't do a lot of research on them, but I did listen to three or four pieces. Uh, this one's called The Peanut Brittle Brigade, and it was recorded live, and it's just a lot of fun. So here you go.
could only go to a jazz version of the Nutcracker instead of that silly old boring ballet version. Check your mailbox, you moron! And remember, if you have a comment or question, email it to me, brian at pipesmagazine.com, B-R-I-A-N at pipesmagazine.com, or you can post it on the Pipes Magazine radio show page on pipesmagazine.com, or you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, although I'm not real good at keeping track of my messages there, not as good as I should be, and sometimes I forget about them uh, because I'm not the best organized person ever in the world. Uh, anyway, uh, going back to last week's show, uh, Fletch, the pipe-smoking dentist, writes, Brian, sitting in the garage on Thanksgiving weekend, enjoying another great episode of the show. Loved your interview with Sergio Costello. Keep working on your Spanish. Okay, bueno. I uh, love hearing about other hobbyists from around the world from the comfort of my smoking chair in my garage. And then he uh, suggested some music that you'll hear next week. Uh, so thanks. Thanks for that, uh, Fletch. And then uh, Bryant writes, uh, greetings, Brian. Before I get into the episode, let me offer my heartfelt condolences on the passing of your Aunt Judy. Listening to your back catalog in reverse order, I only recently heard the food for thought that featured her. She sounds like a wonderful woman who accomplished more than most people ever will. May she rest in peace. Thank you, Bryant. Uh, and then he says, I enjoyed your review on the LJ Peretti blend London Flake. Uh, I've tried a few of their blends and was impressed. Their customer service is also very good. Uh, Sergio was a good interview. Of course, Mr. Costello wound up collecting Costello pipes. They are a good choice regardless of his person, <laughs> regardless and his personality was very entertaining. Mexico sounds like a good place to smoke a pipe with fewer silly restrictions than we have here. Yeah, let's all move to Mexico. Uh, and then uh, Brian says, uh, Frank Sinatra was a great choice for this week's holiday music. The Rat Pack is firmly in my musical wheelhouse. This song was very appropriate and a pleasant listen. Speaking of music, it certainly is good to hear Dino and uh, Casey Ghost once again at odds on the subject. I hope you and your family have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Best regards, Brian. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, uh, those two. Uh, and then uh, Outlaw Canuck, better known as uh, Dave the Engineer, writes, I really love listening to the show every week. Tonight was extra special for me, though, as you had my good friend Sergio as your guest. He is a very enthusiastic pipe and tobacco man. He is a generous brother in the hobby. Sergio selflessly shares his knowledge, tobaccos, and friendship freely to everyone with a huge smile and a fantastically optimistic attitude. His presence is always beneficial to any situation, so thanks for having him on the show. The pipe smoking community is a richer place for having people like him in it. Uh, the show is a staple in my weekly routine, and I always look forward to sitting down with my pipe and listening to the weekly offering, as well as cycling through the archives to some of my favorites. Happy Thanksgiving to you and all my American brothers and sisters from your neighbor to the north in Canada. Thanks for a great show and the effort that you and Kevin put forth to provide it to us. Dave, you're welcome. And, uh, you know, Dave, thanks for your efforts. You're uh, one of uh, Santa's helpers up there, you know, driving that Christmas train full of goodies and delivering it so that all the, all the good boys and girls get their stuff. And one day I want to hear your train whistle. Yeah. All right. 
And then uh, Dino says, a very nice review of Peretti London Flake. Your conversation with Sergio was an absolute delight. The, the, the enthusiasm that Sergio displayed in his embrace of the pipe and tobacco community was quite refreshing. Such ebulence. Ooh, ebulence. Uh, then Dino says, as a Sinatra fan, I really enjoyed I Believe, which is originally from the movie It Happened in Brooklyn, in which Frank and Jimmy Durante sing some duets, of which this is one. Uh, Alex Stordahl's swinging arrangement for this 1947 recording is typical of the many that he and Frank did together. By the way, that's a saxophone solo, not a clarinet. Sorry. Oh, man. Uh, and then Dino says, my sympathies on the passing of your Aunt Judy. May her memory be a blessing. I hope you and yours have a happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for giving us a wonderful show, Dino. Dino, you're an encyclopedic musical library packed in the inside of one big, jolly, happy Greek guy. Uh, and then Casey Ghost says, real good review of Peretti's London Blend was an a real good review of Peretti's London blend was enjoyable. Seems like a decent blend and I may give it a try. Greatly enjoyed the interview with Sergio Costello. I found great pleasure in Costello on Costello. <laughs> I just happened to think that Costello is the finest of the Italian factory pipes. Old Blue Eyes rarely disappoints. Really enjoyed this song. So sad to hear about your Aunt Judy. It seems like she had a large impact on your life. El Mala Rachamin. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, she was the first one that talked to me about um, quality clothing for business. Yeah. You know, not buying cheap stuff. <laughs> anyway. Uh, comments, questions, email me, brian at pipesmagazine.com. And uh, rant time is coming up next. This is Phil Morgan, General Manager of Missouri Meerschaum Corncob Pipes in Washington, Missouri. Our mission since 1869 has been to produce great smoking pipes that anyone can afford. We guarantee our pipes won't be your most expensive, but they just might be the ones you smoke the most. At Missouri Meerschaum Company, we don't just sell our corncob pipes. We grow them, make them, and smoke them. Missouri Meerschaum, Washington, Missouri, since 1869. For you, dear. Say, my favorite pipe tobacco, why that swell? I haven't seen this for years. Wherever did you find it? On tidbits.com, of course. You mean the Pipe Collectors Auction site? Yes, that's right. They have vintage and hard-to-find tobaccos, pipes, and accessories, too, you know. You don't say. I can buy all those things on tidbits.com? That's right. But you can also sell some of those pipes and tobaccos you don't smoke anymore, too, dear. Perhaps you're trying to tell me something. Visit tinbids.com, the pipe collector's auction site. Here we go. Thieves suck. People that steal shit suck. They suck. Got it? So this is the time of the year when a lot of identity theft happens, when a lot of credit card fraud happens, when everything kind of ramps up. So here's what I want you to do to be a little more vigilant this time of the year. Uh, one, 
keep all your receipts. Keep all your receipts for anything that you've purchased. Keep them in a safe place. And that way, if you have to do a return or something after the holidays, well, then you can do the return. But if, you, if you're going to get rid of them, invest in a paper shredder. Make sure you shred anything that has any account numbers or links to any account numbers or anything that can be identified as an account number. Also, I want you to shred anything that can be your that has your address, your name and address on it. Get a paper shredder and shred everything that has any identifying information on it. All right. I also want you to make sure that you've signed up for any credit card fraud alerts through your credit card companies or through PayPal or through all those sources. Make sure you're getting those fraud alerts via via email and or text message and make sure you pay attention to them. Uh, a lot of your banks will also have fraud alert messages that you can send. So just make sure that you are protected as much as possible this holiday season because this is the time of the year when these asshole thieves start poking their heads up even more and trying to pull stuff on you. So just be as vigilant as possible. And remember, you're not going to be bulletproof, but you will be a less easier target than somebody else. And thieves want to go the easy route because they don't want to work that hard. So they'll move on to the next person. So paper shredder and, uh, you know, get those fraud alerts going. All right. Uh, again, comments, questions, email me, brian at pipesmagazine.com. Remember, new episodes of the Pipes Magazine radio show come out every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, please keep sharing the Pipes Magazine radio show out wherever your friends are or your pipe smoking buddies are. And, uh, you know, hopefully this show can give you a little hour of respite in the uh, hustle and bustle of the holiday season. And you get a chance on a, you know, on a day to sit down with your pipe and listen to the show and have an enjoyable moment or two or just a tolerating moment or two, depending on how good the show is. All right, there we go. Uh, thank you very much to Tim for joining me. Thank you all for tuning in. And until next time. When we're together Just sing a song And think about sunny weather Happy And exactly where does a chestnut grow? Ew.